0: Welcome, everyone. It is Friday, May 1st, and this is Chat with Crystal, and I'm so excited to be here with you. Of course, my name is Crystal Andrus-Morissette, and on the first Friday of every month, I open up my private conference line. We call it In the Vault because you really are in the vault. You're in a safe place. Uh, You've called in to my private conference line. Uh, You're anonymous, and... Just by raising your hand and letting me know that you would like to do some one-on-one coaching today, it puts you in the queue and off we go. So, you know, I know that right now, uh, no matter where you're living in the world, things are not normal. Um, we're all trying to figure out what that new normal is going to look like. I don't want to spend a lot of time opening up the call today talking about it. I think most of us are, I'm not even saying the word, am I? I think most of us are 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 inundated <laughs> with information and opinions and beliefs and stories and trauma and fear and just trying to navigate our ways. So the last thing I want to do is add to that, but I certainly want to make sure that this is an opportunity for you that no matter what you're going through, if you're feeling like a caged animal or if you're feeling scared or if you're on the front lines Or if you have someone who's, this is a safe place for you to share. This is a safe place for you to talk. This is a safe place for you to get the support that you need. Because, hey, listen, we all need um, safe places to talk about stuff and to get real truthful, honest advice and empowerment and encouragement and sometimes an inside look at things. Uh, And that's what this uh, is all about today. It's my way of being able to give back um, if you're on the conference line right now and you'd like to do some coaching, all you need to do is press star two and it'll put you in the queue. Um, and, and this is your time. And, and I love, love supporting. For those of you who have never been uh, to the conference line before, welcome. For those of you who are maybe just listening for the very first time to chat with Crystal, welcome. Uh, I, I love uh, coaching. I've been coaching now for 20 years before it was even called coaching. Uh, and I'm the founder of the SWAT Institute, simply woman accredited trainer. We have thousands of women who have gone through our programs from around the world. <clears throat> and I happen to have a sore throat all of a sudden, but don't worry, I'm not sick. And it just soup. It's just it's a supercharge for me to to know that we are reaching women from all over the world. Uh, we're bringing women together. We're creating safe places for women to do the work and for them to <clears throat> excuse me really have a look at themselves and the way that they're showing up. I think we women don't realize it. You know, sometimes I, I, I even joke jo- I joke uh, t- to my friends or to my daughter or sometimes just to myself that, you know, people will say, well, why do women need uh, a place to, to learn how to be more empowered? Aren't women empowered? Haven't women, haven't we come a long way? Absolutely, absolutely. And the truth is if I only worked with men all day long, I might be saying, Gosh, men need a safe place to learn how to be more empowered, to learn how to communicate more effectively, to learn how to get their needs met. I don't know. But what I do know is that I work with women and it's still, and it shouldn't surprise me because this is what I do for a living, but it really does still surprise me sometimes on a daily basis um, by the ways that we women choose to show up. And maybe we don't even know we have the choice. Maybe it was never modeled to us that we can show up in a different way. And what do I mean by show up? By the way we communicate, by the way we talk, by the words we choose, by the tone we take, by the emails we write, by the <clears throat> either the our inability to say what we really mean and mean what we say, or an inability to... Uh, tell ourselves the truth to even know what we feel and what to say. Sometimes we wait until the last possible moment um, and we don't understand why our needs aren't, whatever it is, whatever it is. And that's why I realize, with, yeah, it's been 20 years, but I realize we women still need a safe place to come and say, how am I doing this? This isn't working out is there something I could do differently? Is this me? Is this them? Is this what is going on? And to be able to have someone, me, or whether you were signed up for a mentor coach through our mentorship coaching program, but to have someone who has no judgment, kindness, compassion, along with wisdom, processes and interventions that are tried and true, is incredibly powerful and it's an incredible gift that you give to yourself. So I do want to thank you that are on the call today, those of you who have raised your hand to get coaching. It takes courage. Um I know even when I do coaching with someone who is paid uh to do coaching with me, sometimes they'll say, "Do you know I'm I get nervous?" Like for 15 minutes before the call, like I I'm nervous. I know that I'll be talking with you and I get I get scared and I go, "That's I think that's normal." I think I think it's normal to feel like a little apprehensive. Like, am I really going to expose myself? Am I really going to talk about what I'm feeling, what I'm going through? Am I, am I really going to let it out of the bag? Am I going to show this person who, me, just me, um, I don't have it all figured out? That takes a lot of courage. It takes a lot of courage sometimes to not have the answers and to say, I, I don't know if I have the right answer can you weigh in on this with me? Can we brainstorm this out? Can we get a whiteboard, so to speak, and I, I literally have a whiteboard sitting right here behind me, that we could just map this out. And if we need to erase things, because they don't make sense, once we've mapped it out, we can wipe that away. Don't need to hold on to that. That doesn't make sense. Hey, but that does make sense. And we really sometimes just need someone to do that for us, with us, alongside us, to help us just walk it through before maybe we overreact or underreact before we or 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 in a way to repair things once we've already done something or made a choice so that's what this conversation can be today it can be something um you know it, it the point is i'm here so let's go right to the phone lines right out of the gate uh, i see someone has called in i think california but you never do know uh when we're doing these conference lines because phones are all over the place but I've opened up that line uh the first person that raised their hand why don't you go ahead and just say hello yep I heard your little <coughs> there you go how are you
1: oh hi Crystal
0: how are hi, you
1: morning oh well
0: I'm hanging in there um, hanging in there tell me your first name help me just let me let's just have a little quick just just your first name Norma. 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 Great to hear from you. I'm so grateful that you called in today. Thank you for being on the line. Uh, what's going on for you? Um, are you are you are you American? Are you Canadian? Where are you right now? Is it California?
1: I'm in San Diego, California. Yes. I'm. I was born in Mexico, but I'm a U.S. citizen. I lived here for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um.
0: How well, are things reason, in San well, Diego? What's going on in San Diego, put, and what's going on for you?
1: Well, um, I really don't know what's going on out there because um, the reason I'm calling you is I lost my 22-year-old son um, on the 4th of May. It's going to be a year. Oh my goodness! And I, yes, and I can't believe time has gone so fast. Mm-hmm. Even though I've been in my house most of the time alone, I hardly went out. So, the crisis that is going on right now, it's sad to say, but it has not affected me because I've been home all the time.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: I've already don't in deep grieving. You're
0: already, you've already been in deep
1: grieving. Yes. So, this mm-hmm. is like another, another. You know, things happening into my life, but never as hard as losing a son. Of course, let's talk about and, that. What what <laughs> what happened?
0: What took your son's life? He had a massive heart
1: attack. Oh my goodness! Like um, Twenty-two. Yes, he was. As far as we knew, he was healthy. But um, one day, my girls came and told me he was gone oh my goodness um, yes and it was the 4th of May wow the last year <laughs> yes wow. and it's been the hardest 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 thing you could imagine okay. even if people try to imagine if they haven't gone through this which I hope nobody does yeah, yeah. um it's been so hard um I stayed home um, after, I believe, three months. I was coming down the stairs, and I broke my foot. And uh, it kept me in bed more. Mm-hmm. And then when I wanted to get up, my my foot was still in pain, and not an MRI, and I had a ligament torn, too. So believe me. Of course, though, that pain was nothing. Mm. The pain is in my heart. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah,
0: I hear you. Who? No what's your support system like? Are you Mary, You said mentioned you had daughters.
1: How old are your daughters? 25 years old is my oldest, and 16-year-old oh, is my youngest. So your was son was right in the in middle. In between. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. <clears throat> right, married, and separated.
1: single, separated, yeah. So, boy. Yeah, I mean, but it's not the same. You don't have no one with you. Yeah. yeah.
0: Who's that little one? Is that a granddo- grandchild, someone in
1: the background? <laughs> no, no, it's my cat. Oh, your cat. <laughs> I have <her>. a <laughs> Your cat, that sounds like a baby. Well, cat. I'm glad you have your cat, your
0: cat. your cat. Your cat clearly loves his mama. I can hear your cat crying out like it's a little baby, so well wow, norma so oh, yeah. you, you, what so the last year has just probably been a you know walk me through where you're at right now and how you're feeling and how i can support you i mean you you obviously are you know you you need support right now and w- w- like you said what can anyone say there's i think think there's anything anyone can say to to under, to really understand what that must i can't even imagine i have a 23 year old and a 25 year old And I can't imagine. I can't imagine. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry for what you've been through.
1: Thank you. Thank you. I remember I was in one of your um, calls or courses that you were giving out for free. I don't know if it was six or ten years ago with one of your children. We were all with you. We went to the hospital for some reason. And she was very sick.
0: Isn't that interesting I remember, that. and that's the closest I've yeah. ever come is you know them taking me into the little warm room at sick kids and saying you need to prepare yourself for the worst, you might not make it through the night and I do remember thinking that was just i couldn't I couldn't function, so she she did live uh, we didn't have yeah. to go through that um but I know Thank that God. that mind mind numbing. Your stomach drop. Your world just drops out. Your just world just drops out. And
1: yes, we were praying so much for you. I remember. Oh, yeah, I'm thinking and I, of you. I remember. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. We were with you. So imagine if you if you went through that, and thank God it didn't happen. Imagine when it does happen. I know. I know. normal. it's no, no. no. the worst. And and, and you, you never know, ever imagine.
0: You never, I was just gonna say, you never imagine it would happen to you. I remember years before my daughter got sick, my friend's little boy had leukemia, and he was at Sick Kids, and I would go to visit her and him at Sick Kids, and that was a couple of years before my daughter. And I remember parking my car in the in the underground parking, and just almost feeling like, thank God, I don't have to. I've never had to come here for my children. thing. and then the surreal when you're pulling in and it's now for you for your own child so I imagine even when you were listening and praying for me and Julia six seven years ago you just you never think it's gonna anything like that is ever going to happen to you and that's just how precious um and fragile life is yes yes
1: you as a mother we feel for other mothers um and I remember I was so praying. We were all praying for you. We were there and you were so nice enough to share what was happening. I um, And you I realize how much I need that. you to
0: know, Norma, that I believe so much of that healing came from my support system, came from my women who were praying for me, praying for Julia, praying for the doctors, praying for. And, you know, I remember years ago um, hearing the saying, community builds immunity community builds immunity. And that's when I really began pouring my heart out, like letting people see inside, letting people know what I really was going through and creating that safe place for other women. Because, you know, even when we're going through great times, we do want to celebrate them with other people. But it's really when we're going through the hard times that we need people the most. Um, this quarantine that other people are going through and people losing their loved ones, uh, they're feeling, they're feeling that it's just been like, it's just been a shocking thing. But like you said, you've been in this for a year now and you realize how much you need people. You really do need people. And it's the thing we almost pull away from when we need people most, isn't it? We, we cocoon and we go inward. Yes. That's what's
1: happening to me, Crystal. I was not able to see anyone the first three days when I heard that anyone, only my daughter, their dad, and my other daughter. But I, I couldn't see my brother. I couldn't see my mom. I couldn't bear with the pain that people would be all over me and touching me and, yeah. and telling me so many things. I just couldn't yeah. um, as though they had the service. It was over four hundred people that came. Mm-hmm. His teachers, his friends, and people that I don't even remember. You know, this yeah. goes on um, so fast, but it was—it's like a blur. Mm-hmm. Um, all year, I—I—I've I've, I've stayed alone at home. My girls go out to school. Well, not right now, but I've been alone, and that's how I know I need people that yeah. to share with you uh crystal is every time that people want to reach friends of mine and people who want to do good to me, the words they say hurt me so much. Mm. And that's one of the things that I'm asking God to help me go out there and give me the strength to show people that it's not about calling someone or hugging someone and tell them, I know how you feel. And yes, I lost my sister-in-law, I lost my dog, and I lost my brother, and I lost my my dad. It's not the same, Crystal. And and by all means, I don't discredit their their, their pain. But you don't want to hear it. My mother, you don't want to hear that. You don't want to hear it. You don't want to hear, you know, most of the people tell me um, things like, Oh, you should be so happy. You have an angel in heaven. And it's like, you want to tell no, to I up. want him here. Yeah, yeah. I want him here. Yeah. You know, I can't be happier. Or people would say like, you know, things happen for a reason. Something better is coming. I don't care no, about the money in the world. I want my son back.
0: Yeah, yep, yep. Absolutely, it's important. And I, I'm hearing you right now. And I'm, and I'm. I'm thankful that you're sharing that because I think, you know, it's interesting. I, I said just at the top of the show, I didn't have any notes prepared. It's been an intense little while just with different clients. There's been a lot. I've had clients with people that have died. I have, you know, my former executive assistant, her son-in-law, he wasn't your son's age, but he died from COVID and has left four kids. And there's been so much going on around me. And, you know, interestingly, I opened up this conversation today saying you know we think we're so empowered like what people will under why do women need help or support and you just said it exactly why because we still think we're saying the right things and we're not we think we're doing the right things for people and we're not we're not and you know you just said it just like that I don't want to hear someone say he's in a better place I don't want to hear someone say uh Something better is coming. I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear that. And that those are the things that actually make you get where you think, are people stupid? Like, I don't mean to yeah. say but uh, What's wrong with people? I've had a week of that, uh, uh, Norma, where I just think, what's wrong with people? What's wrong with people? I actually think to myself. It's literally how I started the conversation today, saying, I know we think we're so empowered. And why would women, especially in North America or in the Western society or Western Western culture, why would they need an empowerment program? Because we're empowered. We still don't get it. We don't get it. We still don't realize what we're saying, how we say things, how disempowering they are to other people, how, you know, and I'm so happy to at least hear you say that. Like, of course, I cocooned. I, of course I cocooned. I couldn't... I didn't have the emotional capacity no. to even have to have to manage other people and the stupid things people say.
1: Yeah. And I'm you so You have sore. to be strong. You know, you, this will pass, Norma. This will pass. And it's like, oh, shut up. Yeah, shut you up. You how this It will, Crystal, because... After a year, I do see things different. I was numb for the whole year, yeah. and it's so incredible. You yeah, know, we're all different, but now that his anniversary is coming on Monday, mm-hmm. it's like I can't believe it. It's like now I'm like I'm not numb anymore. Now I'm feeling the pain that mm-hmm. this is real. Mm-hmm. That this is real, and I don't want to be with anyone. I, I I told my mom, I told my sister, online, my brother. Please respect me. Please just let me be with my pain. I I can't stand anyone just hugging me and, and kissing me and telling me you're gonna be fine. He's fine. Yeah. He's here with yeah. you.
0: Yeah. I, I love hearing know. you say this. You need to get that all out. You need you need to get that out. Um oh I I'm I'm so glad that you have this space right now to say that. To I think sometimes, and this is what I'm getting at, like I feel like I'm this fierce warrior at times because I want to say to people, shut up. Just shut up. Like you're not helping. And why and why now? And here's the truth, Norma. I bet you you would want people, the right, maybe not lots of people, but you would want someone to be able to be with you in that pain, not to fix it, not to, but just to be able to let you be in your pain, because that's where you need to be and not to tell you yes, exactly. it's going to get better like exactly. I you need to be in the pain and if someone could just hold space for you to let you be in that pain and know that you need to be there for as long as you need to be there yes
1: that's exactly but but that's why it's in my heart and I ask god what am I here for and you know there's so many questions you ask and You know, I'm trying to say, well, I hope I can help other women understand that when someone's going through pain, to shut their mouth and just Mm -hmm. be Mm present. Just that's all. We don't ask for any words. You know, that words sometimes open my wounds and make it harder. We just don't, I just listen to so many people tell me so many different things that. Oh, my dog died, mm. and I know how it feels because he was like my son. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh no, there's no way. I love animals, and I do respect them, and I do. But uh, no, you didn't it, have know. the dog in the womb. You didn't, you know, you didn't oh stay up night. No, you couldn't have conversations. No. The love is so different, and it hurts. So much. When people come I had a friend that stopped talking to me because I told him that. I said, No, don't compare that. It's not the same. Yeah. He just stopped talking. And it's okay. You know, I'm not hurt about that, but it's like I need to realize how people are insensitive. They don't understand really. And I understand, Crystal, they can't understand until they lose a son or a daughter. So I know. I am aware of that, but all I think
0: is they need education. Yep. You know, how you're doing, how doing it. You know, you don't them. realize it, Norma, but right now you're educating. You are educating. You're educating every single person that's on this call and the hundreds, thousands of people who will listen to it over the course of the next few weeks or months. Um what would uh, that's not your job right now, I'm not asking that, but what what would be? If if you could get your, if there's something that we could, I could do, someone could do, we could do, if there's something we could do for you, what would it be? What would you need? What would you ask for?
1: What could help? You know, you know when people text you or leave you a message and tell you they're praying for you or not really. Um, at the beginning, when people tell you, whatever you need to call me you know, we won't call, yeah. we're in so much pain, but I did have some friends that I would love to share that came and knocked and left me um, Starbucks tea. So they said they left me sandwiches. They just knocked and told my girls, I don't want to, you know, yeah. I, I want to leave her mom alone, but here, yeah. you know, I mean, little things like that help yeah. so much. We're not, we don't want that. I mean, I don't want it to come through like I need it. But yeah. when we, when that pain was so lost, I didn't think about my girls needed to eat. I didn't, you don't think you're dead inside. Yeah. That's how I felt. I was dead inside. Yeah. But I do now appreciate those friends that came and, or that just text me. You know, I'm praying for you. I don't yeah. have words Thinking for you. And I you. appreciate I that. Yeah. People Better than people calling you and going on and on and on with all their beliefs. That's what I think that helped me so much. That, and I, and I understand too, Crystal, there's other friends that I believe they were friends and they haven't contacted me. And you understand so much Mm -hmm. in life who your real friends are. Um, I'm not, Talking bad about them, or no. I don't want to believe and it. I know just they just don't, don't get know. It. They just what don't to get do, it. Right? They just don't get it.
0: Some people just don't know, and they just don't get it, and they just, you know, and, and and that's why we have to learn. We have to learn. We have to learn. We have to listen. You know, there's women on the call right now. that are coaches, and I, I'm mind praying that as they're listening to you right now, they're saying, okay. Literally, I'm Norma, I am I'm as a teaching moment. I hope they're listening right now and saying, okay, where's Norma resonating on the map of consciousness? Okay, Norma's in grief. She's really grieving. What do we do when someone is in grieving? We we listen, we validate, we we hold space for them. And we know that the moment will come because it's a loss. It's an ending. This is a this is a huge ending. And you're not ready for a new beginning. You don't even want to think new beginning yet. But what we know if we do apply it to the processes in the in the map of empowerment that we know, or the map of consciousness, Dr. David Hawkins' book, or my map of empowerment in the emotional edge, <clears throat> there always comes a moment in grieving with with all grieving. There comes a moment where there's this loss, and then there's this deep confusion of no man's land they call it just this this in between like you're you're just like you said like just numb just just loss no man's land confusion fear and then on the other side of that at some point and I'm hearing you say I'm starting to see things differently it's been a year what are you starting to see differently because That's actually part of the process, that you can't rush a client, you can't rush a person, you can't rush anyone through the grieving process. You sit with them, you be with them, you hold space for them, you you know there's this deep loss, there's this deep gaping hole right now, and nothing can fill it except your son. The only thing that can fill that hole is your son, so... People saying and doing, that's, we actually know that in our coaching interventions and processes, this is not the time to start saying, but you know, and you're a perfect example, Norma, someone that's saying, this is real. And right now we have people that are around the world that are experiencing great loss and death, um, you know, uh, with with COVID-19. So this is this, it's real life. Your your son had a massive heart attack at twenty two. This is real life, and when you have a client that calls in and they're crying, yeah, we ha- you're telling you're telling our coaches exactly what they need to be hearing right now. That you don't try to start moving them through it. You don't. You just be with
1: them, yeah. and hold space, and let them listen to. I- Listen to what their pain is, and and have no words to stay on there with you yes. because if you know if you're not prepared, i I can tell you something that on Facebook on this grief, I don't know how I even got in there. Um, this lady contacted me. She lost her son a month at twenty three years old, So a month before I lost mine. And she asked me if we can connect. And that has, she is the only person that I talk to. And we understand each other. We feel the same. We don't get hurt for what we're feeling until today. It has been the most wonderful thing. She thanks me and I thank her. I never met her in my life. Never. She just saw a picture that I posted with my son and she asked me if she can contact me. And we stayed up to four o'clock in the morning talking to each other. And we were in the same same exact mm-hmm. place. We yeah. we felt, we, we still talk sad. about how we hurt, how people mm-hmm. hurt us, yeah. how we wanna help especially. I was love to be prepared to help women. And I can't help men because I'm not a man. So I don't know what men feel. It's, a, it's different. But it's how, the same son, listen, but it's normal, Normal. Norma, what's so, so incredible, I, what I'm the, hearing
0: is that you're starting to come through it. You are starting to come through it. And the reason I'm saying that is because I'm hearing you say, how can I use this incredible suffering to help someone else? Yes. Yeah. How can I? Because I it's know my suffering. how it feels. Yeah.
1: Yes, I know how it feels. I know exactly how when another mother is telling me, I can, I can feel the pain. I yeah. can't just imagine it. I f- you it's feel so it. It's so different yeah. when you have been through. Norma, do you? Word they do you have
0: other? Um, I know right now support groups have to be online. Are there other support groups for mothers who have lost their children? Have you looked into that? Because I think what I'm hearing you say is I need to be around like minded people right now where I don't have to explain myself. And that's why that's why that great saying community builds immunity is so important. Um, Whether it's mothers against drunk driving because someone lost a child to a drunk driver, whether it's Alcoholics Anonymous. That's the point is like, like-minded. like We don't need to be ashamed and we don't need to, I just get to show up and be and be held in a space of people that understand me. Are there some online groups maybe that you can connect with to get more of the support that you, you need, you need, it. you need it with people that are understanding. Have you looked into that at all?
1: Yes, unfortunately, not here in San Diego. Um, they don't have that. I mean, like a two hours away from here, they do. But right now, even with
0: nobody being able to leave their home, I'm I'm actually gonna go on Chrome right now and just go to Google. I I'm gonna I'm gonna open up my Google right now, and just say online grief programs for mothers who
1: lost a child i found child. one yeah crystal mm-hmm. um but you know and i and i want to share this too and that was like two weeks ago um i don't know it was grief i, I don't remember, i get so many my mind blocks so much but yeah. i'll look into it but i tried to get on they they accepted me but it was so strange because again it was about their husband it was about their mother-in-law it was about there right. and it, I don't click it's like right it,
0: you need I you really want you know what's interesting do you ever see yourself being the person to build that would it give you yes, something would to, to. to be that person because there's a need you know there's clearly a need for this and like you just said not to have a group for your husband, your wife, your mother-in-law, your father, your but for a child. A grou- a grou- a group for mothers who have lost a child. And you know that's where the grieving process. This is it literally in the empowerment process that we teach to our students, to our coaches and training that there is you hold when someone's in that grieving, you don't start going, well what if we could wave a magic wand what would you you don't, but there does come a moment in the grieving process when someone is moving through it and you can just hear by the words by them starting to say, "Maybe I could be the one to build that online support group, maybe I might be the one to start that Facebook group for mothers who've lost a child, maybe that becomes that new that new beginning, and it will never be. It'll never be a new beginning in a way that's without your son. I I don't think that ever ever will. I don't think that ever goes no. away. No, it will never. But en- but ch- starting to put some of that energy and that sorrow and that suffering, <clears throat> being able to to channel it into something that gives you. Just something to start putting one foot, so to speak, I know you broke your foot, one foot in front of the other, you know, that's, I thought that when you said, and then I broke my foot, I thought it's just so interesting how the body deals with emotional pain and how our feet are connected to our first chakra, our root chakra, it's connected to our roots, our family of origin. It's connected to our immediate family. And, you know, for you to have lost your your footing, it just, wow, that just is completely connected to healing your roots and you getting grounded back in this world again of the living. Um, And that was almost a way that your body just sat you down, put you in one spot and forced you to cocoon.
1: Yes. Yes, I believe so. I believe that happened. It was so dumb. I was walking. I was going slowly. I was not running. So
0: that's why nothing. I'm saying it. It's almost like it was, I just think our body is, is nothing is separate. We're, you know, we always talk about that body, mind, spirit, but we don't always really, really get our heads around that. It. No, it, it is all connected. Your body is connected to your spirit at the exact same time as your mind is thinking things. It's all working in tandem at every moment of every second. Everything is working together. So your body, your that was your body's way of saying she just needs to cocoon and stay put and stay here and be wrapped up in a warm blanket uh, uh, for you to grieve and for you to feel what you need to feel. And you're going to continue needing... but. This is a really, um, I have to be so careful. I don't want to be one of those insensitive people. And I don't want to say but, but I I do feel like, but what next? Because I feel almost a little lightness in your voice when you say, I would like to be the one to build that. I would like to be the one to maybe create that. Safe place for other mothers to come. Yeah. You know, that's I what mo- Mothers Against Drunk Driving was formed by, I think Cindy Lauder from California. Her her 12-year-old daughter was killed by a drunk driver, and she formed Mothers Against Drunk Driving. It came from one woman that decided you have to do something with this anger, grieving, pain, suffering, outrage all those feelings that i can't let them implode on me um i i I, and you still have two children that need you and you and we need you the world needs you
1: you need you we
0: need you we do need you Uh, we need you to come back to the land of the living when you're ready um and i and and it's not to put any expectation or pressure on you the last thing you need to do right now is to be thinking oh yeah my next job is i'm going to now help other women your your job is 100% you and realizing how much you matter how much your needs matter how much this grieving matters how much um your feelings matter your pain and suffering matters you matter And I don't know that, you know, I always want to try to be careful around saying things like, oh, this too shall pass, and this will heal. I don't know if certain things ever heal. I know there can be. I don't
1: think this will ever heal. I don't know.
0: I don't think so. I think. think
1: know. He's so part of my heart with him.
0: Yeah, yeah. He's with you. You don't want to hear that. You want him with you in person. You want to touch him and hug him and kiss him. Yeah. Exactly, I know.
1: Exactly, it's, it's, that's it. That's when, what it is. When I, I had my, my sister in law that told me once, Norma, when it was Thanksgiving and and I was so sad, I didn't know, I didn't want that date to come because yeah, Thanksgiving was so special for him. Yeah. and she told me, Norma, um, he's here with you. No, he's not. I just yeah. yelled at her and I yeah. said, No, he's not is not and believe me uh, because I can't touch him I can't hear him say mom I can't
0: What I, that's what i i'm I'm hearing though norman, I want to just just remind you of that when I hear you say that it's a dark hole, and I'm getting out of it now you know yeah. you are it's you're going to feel the dark hole and then you're going to have days where it's not as dark, and there's going to be days where the dark hole is always dark, actually, probably the dark hole never isn't dark, but there's days that you can climb out of it, and then there's days where you Think, I want to stay in the dark hole. I need to be in that dark hole right now. There's no other place that I can be except be in there. And then there'll just come times, more and more time, that you'll decide, today I'm going to give myself permission to climb out of the dark hole for a few hours. And I only know from hearing other people that there does come a point that you start to say to yourself, I know he would want me to be happy. I know he'd want me to still live and be happy and but I also know that I can't fake anything and pre- pretend I'm somewhere I'm not.
1: Right. Right. One thing I did learn and I and I know I'm very aware I will never be the same person. So that's another thing yeah. that I would like people to understand my even my children tell me mom i know you're never
0: going to be you will laugh again norma i know it's hard for you to think that right now but i i guarantee you will laugh again it may take time you will laugh again one day you'll find yourself laughing and you'll feel guilty you'll find yourself laughing and you'll feel guilty like how can i be laughing right now my son died um and I think that's normal, too. I think it's normal when people have lost someone they love so much and then they do find there's just these moments where they're laughing or smiling and they think. And I I, I do want to say that when those times come, remind yourself that you are allowed to laugh again. You are allowed to be happy again one day. It'll never be the same. It, It will never. It'll be a new normal. It'll never, ever, ever be the same. Um, But you the know. day will come, and it will surprise you. The day will come, and it will be shocking when you think, I can't believe I'm smiling. What's going on? How is this shifting? That is something about the human spirit, though, isn't it? The human spirit is yeah. like, boy, it's a powerful thing. Where there's a will, there's a way. And when you have that willing spirit, and right now your spirit's just been so so, oof, you know, you've just laid down in a
1: cocoon. Broke. Yeah. 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 Yes, yes. And I know and I feel it, like I told you, I'm seeing things differently, not that it doesn't hurt, but now um, I, I understand when people tell me things now, and there's a time that's something that I do want to share with people the beginning is so hard to understand anything. But when time passes and you, you waken up a little bit, um, it's different when people tell you things. Like like you just said, uh, you have two girls. When they told me that at the beginning, I you was dead. Say, I up. was like I didn't understand. Yeah. I didn't because said it now and I, I know I have two girls and, and I I live for them definitely. But I when that you. was said to me at the yeah. beginning, I, I was dead inside. I didn't know if I was
0: alive. Norma, was I remember, I and yeah. it's not the same. I remember, I can't even believe I said it, because I, after I said it, I thought, I have my Madeline still. I have two daughters, and I have Madeline and Julia. And after I remember, I remember just the <gasps> when the doctor said, <clears throat> she might not make it through the night. And I remember just pacing through the hospital and I was in shock and I was just walking and I was like the middle of the night and and I'm just walking through the floors at Sick Kids. And, I'm, you know, I'm I'm with her a lot if I'm not beside her, but I would walk out and I'd just be in shock. And I remember thinking to myself, and I I'm Canadian, I don't have a gun, but I remember thinking to myself, if I had a gun right now, I'd blow my brains out. No one could oh, get yes. that. No one could get that. They'd almost think, like, why would you talk like that? And then I felt so ashamed that I said it out loud because I was like, I know yes. I still have Madeline. I need to be here for Madeline. I, if Julie doesn't make it, I still need to be here for Madeline. But in that moment. So exactly. I hear you.
1: It's, you're just exactly. like, you want to blow your brains out. Yes exactly It's you don't, you're not there you're not here yeah. you're not present and people keep telling you things and things that you're not you look like it's like I don't understand why you're telling me those things and I want to die yeah. I want to die that's all yeah. I felt I want to go with you I want to yeah. go with you yeah. I just want to go with you and, and you know, so now glad it's you're here.
0: And I love my girls. Oh Norman, we're so glad you're still here, and we're so glad you haven't died, and it's not your time, and we still need you, and the world needs you. No,
1: <laughs> oh, I, Crystal, I, I admire you so much, so much, and thank you for helping when I, when I got an email from your daughter, I believe. Yeah. I said, oh, maybe she was the one that was sick, and I was so happy, and I said last night. I saw it last night, and I said, "I know there's going to be so many people wanting to talk to Crystal." And I said, "God, if it's meant for me, I'm just going to go for it." I put mm-hmm. an alarm, and I got here 15 minutes before. And I said, "You know, if it's time for me, it's going to be for me. If it's not, I'll come back next month so it's and time. try it again."
0: It's time. It's your time. It's your time. And I'm glad you got through today. And if you were here. I would just sit with you. I was gonna say I'd give you a big hug, and then I remembered you don't want to be hugged. <laughs> but I'd, no, but I'd I would give you know, a big hug. I'd give you I one give of you those big right mom bear. I I I'd give you so the big much. mama I mean, bear okay. hug. And and just, you know, I just that's all that you need. I do want to to just keep that little spark of hope inside to say, I feel intuitively that you are also meant to come through today because i'm hearing something in you that's waking up and saying there is a need for this. There is a need to teach people how to communicate with someone who has gone through such great loss. There's a need to teach people sensitivity and 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 better communication skills. We need to actually, you know, in North America, we don't have any any rituals or or any way that we teach people how to communicate around loss and grief and death. And we, most people, like you said, they don't even know what to say. We, we need to teach people. What literally to say and not to say. We're having to yeah. teach men now how to like, you know, you still have older men that call you dear and darling and dear and lovey. And we're trying, we're still having to teach them. No, you can't do that. You can't, I know that you think that's what you're supposed to say, but you can't do that. And Norma, maybe this is part of the next steps for you and a calling that will fulfill you, not ever the way your son filled you, but something that you will begin to give back to the world that will fill you and fill that spirit that's inside of you back up again. and And... And it will help heal you as you help heal others. And I would love to be able to support you in that. So if you do feel like, I would love to be able to offer, you know, even in my empowerment coach certification, to be able to say, these are the things not to say when someone's grieving. These are the things to say when someone's grieving. I'd love to have that conversation with you. I would love to see you set up a really think of a cool name when I say cool just because my brain goes to marketing but just a simple but cool name on Facebook that's Mothers Who Have Lost Children, a support group Um, you know sometimes when we build the thing we need you know people often because I'm sure you get a lot of calls like
1: that with your coaches and I I'm actually doing it, uh, I'm writing down all the things that I told I'm not judging, Crystal. I'm not, I love and I it. think the bottom of my heart, but I'm writing them down just to help other people. Just don't say these things because yes. it opens our wounds yes. instead of you helping us. it's. I just, I all and I coaches remember need to is hear that this. I just put oh. my eyes down. Yeah. Yeah. And just took it in and just took it in. You don't have the strength to say, hey, don't do that. Or you don't better hurt me. You don't have strength. Yeah. So you just listen and they're opening. And it's like the way I said it is like if I have a wound and somebody's putting lime and chili and all that in, in my, instead of it's burning inside. Yeah. So yeah. I've been writing those down for whatever, whenever. Something I think this needs is them. something
0: that you should um, continue doing. It, it will not only heal you, who knows how many it will heal and help. I've written many of my books. Women will say, oh, your book helped me so much. And I think, isn't that incredible that that book healed me first and foremost? Uh-huh. And then it's helping other people. Do it for you, Norma. Yeah. Do this for you do this for you, do this for your son, do this for the grieving process, do this for your heart, do this for the hole that needs to be filled, do this for you. And, and I have this strange feeling it's going to percolate and build into something that you didn't ever imagine and didn't ask for and didn't want. But once it arrives, I think it's going to Really serve a place in your heart that that will really help you too.
1: Yes, and it will honor my son. He was such a wonderful, loving person that he helped so many people. That it's like, okay, mom, it's your turn.
0: What's his name?
1: Jose. 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 He was such a beautiful, and that's the words that every mom says. Why? He was a good boy. He was such a beautiful, loving person. He didn't do any harm to anyone. It's just a baffling,
0: crazy, unexplainable, how does a 22-year-old have a massive heart attack? It's just nothing you can prepare yourself for.
1: No, no, you can't prepare for anyone, any any children to leave in one second. He's not um that's that's something that is another shock. Yeah. You know, besides the, the 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 knowing that he's gone. It's like you as a woman ask as a mom why. Yeah. And you'll why never get him? the answer. You know, you'll why? never get that answer.
0: You'll never get that answer. And there is no answer. And there's no answer anybody could tell you
1: no, no. You know, in my deep hold, I would cry and yell and say, why didn't you take those guys or boys that are doing so much harm and, you know, taking um, Your uh, son. Um, violating girls? And why? Why not my son? Why my son? And, you know, when you go there, it's like you want to go crazy. I know. I can't but then you imagine. come out and you just say, you know what? It's what it is. There's no answer. And right. I will, like you just said, I will never get the answer. You'll never get the answer.
0: Never. And there's no answer that would ever satisfy you. Even if there was an answer, it will never be an answer that makes sense to you. And sometimes those questions just make us crazy. Yeah. They'll make you oh, crazy. because yes, You're not going to get the answer. And I think that what will begin to happen, and only because I know the process of moving through this, and it's it's 10 steps forward and then eight steps back and then three steps forward and 12 steps back. And, you know, I, I think it's, it's this, it's, you're moving, you're moving through it. Sometimes you're really in the dark hole and sometimes you're climbing out and sometimes you're back and then sometimes you're out and it, but I do know that in time you'll move further and further back into the light and you will start to find new joys It's part of life. It's part of love. It's part of being human. You will. You're too beautiful and wonderful for you not to find joy again.
1: I pray pray that I can help someone to get through this and know I will be helping myself. You will. But, yes. What can I do today as we're getting ready to finish up?
0: What can I do today? For you. Oh, you already did so
1: much.
0: Crystal, for to me. Tell me something I could do. For you you. Did so. uh, pray Just I keep us in your prayer. I will. I will. And Norma, There's let's let's plan to stay in touch via email. I'd love to to hear more about you know the don't say don't say things and the these are good things to do and these are the not so good Lord. things to do. I think it's so important. I'm working with thousands of women all the time, helping to give them the tools to support people through times like this. You know, not yours is extreme. That's the truth. There's not many women we have to coach who have lost a child. So I know even some of my coaches listening right now might be thinking, oh, my God, what would I do if Norma called me for coaching? And what I hope that they've heard is just this. That's what you do that's all you do when someone's in such deep pain is just be with them in it meet them where they're at
1: and don't rush yes, them out i would love to... yeah let's because i know that. you can get to, to so many women so anything that i can do i will i would be grateful i would be so grateful Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's kind what of, what is your I'll share with you my thoughts. I I'm not a good writer, but I know I need to that's okay. I I'm remember. a good writer.
0: I'm a good writer. I just need bullet points. But why don't you send it to Crystal? Okay. My name, C-R-Y-S-T-A-L, at SWAT. Okay. SWAT institute.com. S-W-A-T-institute.com. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Send that to me and uh, yeah, let's keep the conversation going. Thank you so much for calling in today. I know there really isn't any oh, words I can say that will really fix anything and I, I don't think that's even what you're
1: asking for. I'm grateful. Thank for you, you. Thank you so much. I'm so grateful for you for what you're doing what you're doing and ever since I heard you the first time. And you gave a free course, I don't remember. It helped me when I was going through my separation. I remember you told me to get some water, you told us. And that's when this horrible thing happened to you, and I was—I felt so blessed to be with you and sending you all my love and all the good energy. Well,
0: I will tell you, I know it's a ways away. I know it's a ways away, but let me at least give you this gift. In September, we do have a brand-new emotional edge course starting. It's 12 weeks. It's my flagship program. Let me at least gift that to you. Come back and do it again with us.
1: Oh, oh God, that would help me so, God, so much. Thank you Absolutely. so much.
0: Let me give you that gift Thank today. You, God bless. And just know I'm Thank sending you tons so of love. So let's make sure that um, Madeline, that maybe Norma stays on the line and we'll grab Norma's email. I don't want you to have to give it out publicly. Just stay on the line with us, Norma. We're gonna get ready to say goodbye. We'll grab your email and we'll make sure we stay in touch and we'll get you signed up for that next course that starts in September.
1: Thank you so much. You're so Thank welcome. you. Thank you. Huge love to you.
0: If I were there right now, I'd be giving God you a big, big crystal hug. Ooh, you tight
1: and wouldn't uh, let you go.
0: Thank I you, Norma.
1: Thank you.
0: So you're much. so welcome. Thanks to everyone who just held space today, who came on the line who just sat and listened and held space, that's really what we need sometimes. And for all of us, there's there's a lot of grieving for a lot of people right now. No, maybe you haven't lost a child. That would be about the worst possible thing any mother can go through. But there's other places and things that we're, we're grieving. So I also want to remind you, wherever you're at, each one of you, each one of us, wherever you're at, whatever you're going through, be in it, honor where you're at, honor the pain that you're feeling, honor what you're in, and know that, like I said to Norma, there will have moments where you start to realize you're smiling again, and you don't have to feel guilty about that, that's the human condition, life always finds a way, there's that great line in the movie of Jurassic Park that says you can try to squash it, bury it, you know, but it always finds a way, and, and Norma's spirit found its way to me today to say i'm still in this game and i'm so glad she is i'm so glad you're still here with us Norma, because we need you the world needs you thank you everyone stay on the line with us norma thanks everyone for being with us today and i'll talk to you next uh, what may june the first week the first friday in june talk to you then thank you for joining us today on chat with crystal empowerment coaching and conversations with real women from around the world of course, my name is Crystal Andres Morissette, and it's been my honor to spend this time with you. If you'd like to be a guest on the show to get the coaching that you need, please visit www.swatinstitute.com. And remember, empowerment equals choice. It's always up to you.